Welcome to the Motorhome Matt podcast. Caravans, campervans, motorhomes and more. It's the place to get hints, tips and impartial advice from the expert himself, Matt Sims. Brought to you by thatleisureshop.com. Join us on the journey with Motorhome Matt. Welcome back to the Motorhome Matt podcast, where we cover everything you need to know about buying, keeping and maintaining your motorhome and also enjoying it. I'm Keith Gooden and with me is our expert, Motorhome Matt Sims. Hi Keith, how are you doing? I'm fine, thanks very Good. much. And you? Good, yeah, very well, very well. Excellent. Well, you've been causing a stir in the industry. Lots of people have been listening to the podcast and commenting. But now we're going to target the people who haven't got a motorhome, for whom it's a dream choosing the right motorhome for you and your family. One thing I've learned about motorhoming, talking to you over the weeks, is that it's a complicated business, but it's one that if you get it right, then you'll be okay. So question one, I want to choose the right motorhome. What's your advice to me? A great place to start is to hire one. I know I'm biased when I say that, but actually trying one before you buy one is a really sensible idea. If you're about to shell out I don't know, 30k, 40,000 pounds, then getting it wrong can be very expensive. I've done it myself. One of the first motorhomes we owned had a rear lounge, the rear sort of U-shaped seating area, which we thought was great. You know, we're holidaying in Britain, it rains, it will give us somewhere to sit, you walk in it, it looks fantastic. And it was fantastic. It was a great layout, no storage, none at all. So there were no locker spaces at the side of the motorhome. It's like when you go um, on to buy a house, isn't it? And uh, developers, you look around the bedrooms and it doesn't really click that, you, that there's no wardrobes in the bedroom when you're looking around. You think this is really spacious. Yeah. It's one of those obvious things that you, you don't think about, which you've just ticked. It's obvious once you once you bought it <laughs> and you go away, where are we going to put everything? So we ended up just travelling around with the bikes and you know all of our barbecue and beach stuff just in the motorhome, in, in the living area. It was a nightmare. It's a lovely layout, not for us not when you've got three kids and you can imagine how much stuff you take when you go away with children so we changed that to a different type of layout we then bought one with bunk beds so the kids were at the back in the bunk beds we thought that's a great idea and it put us the adults myself and my other half and in the over cab bed uh, up high I hated it I didn't like it at all every time I would go to bed later I'd be climbing the ladder and the whole motorhome would move with, you know, I'm not a small guy, the whole motorhome would rock and wake everyone up as I climbed into bed. And actually, I, I just found it claustrophobic. So again, it was another layout which served us for a couple of years. And then we bought what for us was our dream layout, which was a double bed at the back with a big garage underneath and a double bed up high over the cab where the kids slept. And by this point, we had four children and three could go up in the top sleeping kind of north south and one was in the lounge in the travel cot um, and that was a great layout so we, we it took us a while to figure it out if had we hired these layouts we'd have spent hundreds of pounds discovering what was going to work for us and you are pretty close up to your family or your good friends uh, yeah we must say that it is a motorhome you know it's not a four-bedroomed house so there's lots of things to think about you're cheek by jowl with people so when it comes to choosing that motorhome that's a really important consideration isn't it it might seem obvious and people are now laughing at me but when you get in front of the motorhome i i found it myself they are quite large. They do overwhelm you. And you go in and you think, wow, this is fantastic. And it's got gadgets and it's got secret cupboards. 
and actually, you've just got to keep your wits about you. Haven't you you? Have. You've got to when you when you're choosing it, you've really got to you know, have that tick list, haven't you? So, you, so can you advise on that? Yeah, certainly. So you have to know what's important for you, what those key criteria are, because it's very, very easily to get distracted by bells, whistles, and features, and a satellite dish on the roof, and you know all this other stuff, which is great and it's important, but it's actually not the fundamental that you you need. So. The first thing I always ask people is, well, how do you want to sleep? Ignoring the cost, I'd say ignore the screen price at this point. Let's go and look at as many as you possibly can. How do you want to sleep? Do you want to sleep in a double bed? Do you want to be in single beds? And how many of you are there? Are there pets in the equation as well? If it's a big dog, they're going to need some space. Maybe you've got a parrot. You know, people take all sorts of animals with them on holiday. (laughs) A parrot? Indeed, yeah, why not? Why not? Take the cat, take the ferret. We've had them all. So understanding how you want to sleep is really important. Uh, If you're a couple going away, are you going to take grandchildren? Or do you want a motorhome that means you can't take the grandchildren? Friends of ours did that. Their parents bought a motorhome, only had two beds. Sorry, can't take the grandkids. They did it on purpose. Who can blame them? (laughs) Uh, Or perhaps you're a couple and you want to go away with another couple. You're going to invite friends to join you. And then you want two double beds that are spaced apart with maybe a bathroom in the middle so it becomes an ensuite to each couple when they want to use it. So it's understanding how you want to sleep is a great place to start. And then understanding how you're going to use it. So when do you plan to use it? Are you going to really only use it in the summer? If that's the case, you're going to spend a lot of time, hopefully outside, You're going to be out walking, cycling, going off for day trips, and you're not going to spend a huge amount of time in it because hopefully the weather is good. If you're going to go away all year, then you need to think about a motorhome that is insulated or winterised. Winterisation means that the motorhome is fit for purpose for cold weather. So the freshwater tank is inside the motorhome where it's warm. The water's not going to get warm, but it's not going to freeze, rather than one that's underneath, which means your fresh water gets gets frozen really quickly. Uh, There's lots of other features that that create a well-winterised motorhome. And therefore, if you're going to go away in the winter a lot, I would consider buying a motorhome that's perhaps built on the continent, where this is a really popular pastime. And traditionally, not always, but often they are built to a spec that means they can survive colder temperatures because they are being sold into Scandinavia, into Norway and to areas where there's lots of lots of snow. So how you use it and when you use it is something to really think about and be honest. You know, you say, well, we use every weekend. That's great. Is that really going to happen? I'll tell you what, if that does happen, those DIY jobs around the house are never going to get done. And that little voice in your ear is going to moan, those shelves never go up. (laughs) That's a risk of buying a motorhome. How and when you're going to use it is really key. Who's going with you? And then you can start to understand layouts. Uh, And because layout is key, that's what it's all about. And then and only then start to think about budget. I had a lovely couple come to see us recently wanting to buy a motorhome and I spoke to them and said any idea what type of layout they had a vague idea just the two of them and I said what sort of budget have you got oh we haven't well no idea Uh, I said well I don't believe you I said well what do you mean I said well do you want to spend ten thousand pounds do you want to spend hundred thousand pounds what's your budget and of course at that point they knew their budget it was well £30,000? Right, now you're helping me. But I then spent half an hour trying to educate them. I said, you need to help the dealer that you visit. If you walk in and say, I've no idea what my budget is, I've no idea what layout I want, likelihood is that salesperson is going to go, oh, 
like this. I think I'm now going to have to spend four hours educating you on motorhomes, and I really have not got the time. They might have the time, and they might be really generous with their time and be prepared to do it. Some will, certainly. You'll find a lot just aren't able to. And it's worth me saying, isn't it, that that's why you're listening to this podcast. Well, (laughs) hopefully it's helpful. Matt is giving you all the information that you need, so when you go into the dealer, uh, you're not ignorant of everything, and uh, you won't waste his time uh, or her time, and hopefully uh, you'll get a better deal out of it as a result, because they'll like you. Yeah, hopefully. And they'll be happy to help you. They really will. So if you can go into the dealership with an idea of the layout you desire, the kind of budget you've got in mind, they will immediately know the types of motorhome that they're going to give you the key to to have a look at. So help them. Go in, do some education yourself, do some research. A great tip, I would say, is go to a show. If you can get to the NEC in Birmingham, that's one of the biggest motorhome shows in the UK. The October show is much bigger. Of course, they only exhibit new motorhomes and new camper vans, but there are lots and lots and lots of smaller outdoor motorhome and caravan shows are all over the uk most weekends there's probably a show somewhere where dealers take along some of their used stock as well so just go and climb in motorhomes and have a look and as i said at the beginning if you can afford to try one before you buy one so go and hire one there are hundreds of hire companies all over the uk all of them have got different layouts and different models so there's no reason why you can't try what you think and perceive to be the ideal motorhome for you. Have a weekend in it and you'll really then know if that's the right choice. Well, let's drill down a little bit, shall we? And We've been to a couple of shows, sort of know what we want, mum and a dad, a couple of kids. There's some practicalities we've got to think about, such as how we're cooking, how smelly are we going to get, where we're going to be driving our motorhome, where are we going to be travelling to? So what advice have you got for people? So the age of the children is really important because that depends how they're going to sleep. An over-cab bed, you don't want to be putting a one-year-old up there. It's not really very safe. And when they get to two, if they're a boy, anything like mine, they'll be prepared to jump and launch themselves out of there with no fear. Um, That's not going to end well. So safety of the children when they're sleeping is key. Starting point, how do you want to sleep? Are you going to have a child with you each? Is bunk beds an option? And when are you going to use it? So if you are going to be going away in the spring or the autumn and you're going to be in the UK, you want some good living space inside. If you're thinking, well, we want to do five weeks in France and we're going to head south, then it's going to get very hot potentially and an awning so this is a sun canopy on the side of the motorhome is crucial because you will crave shade and so having one of those fitted or if it comes with it will be really really important not all motorhomes have got air conditioning here we just accept it these days a little bit like electric windows isn't it but older motorhomes don't have cab aircon as standard in 2014 there were still motorhomes as standard didn't have cab aircon and if you're going to the south of france you might want to consider an air conditioning unit on the roof above the living area as well so where you're going to use it is really important i suppose it's a bit like having a conservatory fitted isn't it one of the hard lessons people learn when they have a conservatory fitted is it's noisy when it rains it's hot in summer and it's freezing cold in winter Uh, when we're thinking about the motorhome you know they're not going to be quite as bad as that but these are considerations aren't they absolutely yeah and if you're going to go away in winter you want to make sure you've got a really good heating system and you mentioned cooking how are you going to cook and what you know what are you just going to eat out Um, or are you planning to cook a roast do you need an oven 
And why not? You, there's no reason why you couldn't cook a roast dinner in a, in a motorhome. Of course, you've got to have a, a gas oven to do that. And, and ovens are normally gas-powered, and the hobs are normally gas. Some are electric as well. And you can even get uh, multi-powered uh, hobs, so you get a gas and an electric ring, so you've got the option of both. And, of course, if you've paid for a campsite and you've paid for electric hookup, you want to be using the campsite's electric, not your gas, because you've already paid for it. So an electric hob's a really good idea. For a different type of holiday, why not try a motorhome? At the Motorhome Holiday Company, we have a range of luxury motorhomes available to hire for weekends or longer breaks. Experience the freedom and excitement of the open road with all the comfort of home while you're on the move, whatever the weather or time of year. For details and to check your dates, visit motorhomeholidaycompany.com. The Motorhome Holiday Company. Your adventure starts here. Let me ask a question. Does size matter? Uh, with motorhomes, it does, yeah. Again, where are you going to go? If you're going to go and do the NC500 in Scotland, then you know, those roads can get very, very narrow. So you know, a great big tag axle, so three axle, nine metre motorhome is probably not the best choice. It can be done, and I know people who've done it. You know, a huge, great American RV is Probably not the best choice for roads like that. Uh, same in Cornwall. So, you know, again, think size does matter. The layout will determine the size of the motorhome. So if you want, you know, lots of living space and lots of double beds, you are inevitably going to be looking at a seven metre plus motorhome. There's lots of innovation, though, with six metre lengths, uh, with beds that drop out of the ceiling, lounges that make like, like a bunk as well, a bed. So you end up with a double bunk bed, very clever. And the motorhome is only six metres long. The other thing to think about with size is where you're going to store it. So if it's going to go on the drive, measure your drive. You know, I know people that have taken part of the house down just to accommodate the motorhome. It seems bizarre, but people do think about the width as well. So where are you going to put it and how are you going to use it is really key. So size does matter, length and uh, width. Is there anything that we uh, haven't covered uh, then, Matt? I mean, let's say I mean, they come down to your lot here in Western Supermare and they've taken your advice and you're looking around, but not necessarily going to buy on the day. Do dealers mind people window shopping? Not at all. No, we welcome it. You'll find that the way a lot of dealers operate is there's no one around and you just wander in. No one says hello. This sounds quite damning of a motorhome dealership. And I've had a real mixed bag of experience, which when my book comes out, you'll be able to read about the guide to buying your first motorhome. Often it's difficult to get information out of a dealer because the staff are busy. They're big sites with lots of vehicles on. Some dealers are absolutely superb and, and you know, will welcome you like they've been waiting for you to arrive all week. Um, that's how we like to try and make our customers feel here anyway. But I would say normally you're left to your own devices to wander around, which is great because you, you don't really want a salesman blocking you in, standing in the doorway, keeping you in it, trying to get you over the line with a purchase. You know, that's just annoying. So take your time and go and look around as many as you possibly can. And this is always my advice is ignore the screen price and just look at the layouts and really try and start to understand what you're looking for. The other consideration is do you buy new or do you buy used? Now that's going to be determined by your budget, of course. If your budget stretches to a new one, Great, why not? Go for it. No one else has slept in it or used the toilet. And what's the difference between a used and a new one, and proportionally in terms of budget? Well, there's some oddities going on with that at the moment. So 
there's a lot of issues around availability of new because there's been a huge surge in interest. So you know, many manufacturers have sold out of this year's stock already. And so there's a long, lengthy lead time to get a new one. And as a result, the used ones, if they're new enough, are more expensive than a brand new one because the brand new one isn't there. So the brand new one hasn't been delivered yet. So you'll be paying more for a used motorhome than you will be for something which is straight off the line. I mean, yeah. that is counterintuitive, isn't it? It is, but it's a reality of where we are right now. So, you know, for people selling a used motorhome, they're making money. It's the same with caravans as well. In fact, one of our team here has, has just bought, had a significant budget for a caravan, £25,000 plus, and he was planning to live in it. And he was saying the same, you know, the used one that's two years old is more expensive than the new one, but I can't buy a new one. So it's a mute point. And it's not just motorhomes either. The latest inflation figures, which were uh, released uh, just a few days ago, show the used car market in some places 28% up on this time last year. Used because people haven't been buying new cars, there's a shortage of parts for new cars for them to be delivered. And so there's more demand for the used ones. That's right, yeah because the new ones aren't there to buy, unless you're prepared to wait. A friend of mine has a Lam Rover on lease, and he's been told, well, it's going to be over a year, and that's going to extend his lease. I mean, I don't want to run it for another year. You know, what does he do? Jump out of a Lam Rover and into Mitsubishi? He's having this dilemma now. So the, the choice between new or used is a little bit stilted, if you like, at the moment. There may not be a choice for you, but that will be led by your budget and, and the dynamics of what's happening. It will improve, of course. You know, motorhome manufacturers are working really hard to get you know, the sales pipeline full of stock again. Um, well, it's and in their interest, isn't it? Absolutely, they, yes. They want to sell. Yeah, and, and, and the interest in this wonderful pastime, which we call motorhoming and caravanning, is not going to wane anytime soon. The circumstances under which we've been living the last couple of years courtesy of coronavirus has meant this is a fantastic holiday option yeah and if your budget is only 5k then a motorhome is still a viable option it's going to be hard to find as cheap as that though they are out there yes particularly if you're looking at a volkswagen type market or a mazda bongo type vehicle they are there increasingly they're you know more money than they were a year or two ago but how many things can you buy to have a holiday in that you can have a holiday 10 times spend £5,000 or less than £10,000 and then sell it a year or two later for what you paid for it. And I've, I've had some fantastic memories in the meantime. When you put it like that, it seems like a, a good investment, doesn't Let's it? Let's do it. It's very easy to be negative, isn't it, really? Uh, you know, a shortage of motorhomes, what's your budget? The thing to do, stay positive, get on down, have a look at the motorhome and uh, later this year you could be enjoying fantastic holidays with the family. It is a fantastic pastime and... The number of people that have come back to our hire business and said this, of all the holidays we've had, this has by far been the best. And it's the one the kids will always talk about. It's the one we've loved the most and the one that's given us the best memories. And often, isn't that the way with life? The most simple things can be the best things you experience. And it doesn't have to be complicated. When you start out trying to buy a motorhome, it will perceive to be a can of worms. And it just seems really complicated. There's so many to look at, so many to choose from. Get through that. Start to fine-tune what it is you want to buy and stay focused on the end goal of that travelling around, that free spirit, that where should we go today? I don't know. Let's just see where the road takes us. 
Well, thanks very much for joining us on the Motorhome Map podcast. I'm Keith Gooden. Matt Sims is our expert. Join us at the same place, different time, soon. This is a tale of two motorhomes, Eric and Lucy. Oh, I'm Eric. Lonely, tired, neglected, bits falling off. Lucy here. Life is sweet. I look fabulous. I earn my owners thousands of pounds taking families away for little holidays. And I'm looked after by Motorhome Holiday Company. Motorhome Holiday Company. No one wants a poor Eric. Let yours be a Lucy. Speak to us about the storage, maintenance and rental of your motorhome. Visit motorhomeholidaycompany.com. Thanks for listening to the Motorhome Matt podcast. Remember to check back here for more episodes full of hints and tips and helpful advice. We'll see you soon for another Motorhome Matt podcast brought to you with thatleisureshop.com. Thank you.